going deeper. My name is Marcy Sklove and this is part two of my interview with Jackie Wallace. So welcome back Jackie. Thank you very much. Um, we are going to spend our time now talking about the Amherst Area Gospel Choir. All right. <laughs> now you started the choir in 2012 which was a big surprise. Is that true? Yeah. And that was a big surprise to me because it feels like it's been here so much longer. Wait a minute. Is that right? We've We're in 2016 now. Seven years. It's been seven oh. years. So what does that make it? Yeah. Um, 2009. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't know. Maybe a Facebook that, or something yeah. said 2012. That makes yeah. a little more sense. Yeah. What prompted you to think of this? <laughs> I wish I could say it was my own genius invention, okay. but no. Um, <laughs> I always hear about things. I think it's the work of God, really, because we sang in the Goodwin uh, Memorial AME Zion Church. Our sure. little choir had a Christmas event, mm -hmm. and that our our choir, our church sits sixty people, mm -hmm. but and we had like a terrible ice storm, and that place was packed. Mm. And we invited some of our friends from Wesley Methodist Church and from the community to sing with the choir. Mm -hmm. So we had a great time. And so at the end of it, people said, so what, how are we going to do this next year? Because oh. we really need to do this. And I was like, oh, okay. Wow. Sounds great. So well, it wasn't me at all, yeah, it, except for some outgrowth of the, yeah. the church choir okay. and our friends who had come to uh, to do a Christmas event from a, from a black gospel perspective. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was so much fun, and that place was packed. Wow. So the next year we had one at Johnson, a Christmas event at Johnson and the black, black gospel Christmas. Yes, mm -hmm. at Johnson Hall Chapel. at Amherst College, mm -hmm. at the chapel at Amherst College. And there were 200 people that came. Oh, so wow. we were just, we just were just thrilled with that. Yeah. But, um, and then once I, thought about it, mm -hmm. I began to think about Horace Boyer mm -hmm. and the ancestors, you know, and about how music was one of, you know, we think about the resources that people have as a group and music was one of those things that Absolutely. really helped people to survive Right. Uh, when, when there was no common language, mm -hmm. they had a co common rhythm. Hmm. For the work songs, yeah. you know there was there was so much that was that united people and helped to push people through, right. even in the most dire circumstances. Going back to when people were enslaved, to you know when they, you, things opened up a little bit and the movement of jazz and and how that movement entered into the church. So the the gospel music was an essential part of the the survival of these enslaved people yeah. and on through the ages. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to, like Horace, mm -hmm. to preserve. I began to think, what is to be preserved? Right. Because who's going to sing, who's going to know a spiritual? Uh, exactly. I, I don't want to lose a spiritual right. that I know of, you know. Um, who's going to sing uh, some of the songs of the 
the uh, diaspora, mm -hmm. different mm -hmm. uh, areas. Can we can we hug them? Yeah. Can we hug all of these babies and ancestors? And because it's our ancestors that empower us mm -hmm. to continue to live. You know, yeah. it's like the Jewish wow. people say, "I want you to live," mm. and all of our ancestors are saying, right. "You live." Right. There's. You live. So powerful. Yes. Wow. It's a fierce thing. There's two other aspects of the choir mm. that I've just, you know, looking online and stuff. One is about just the act of singing, and the act of singing just makes one feel better. It's like a forget. I, there was a post on your Facebook, you know, forget the therapist, forget the, the <laughs> medication, forget all this and that, just sing. Just sing. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other piece is about <laughs> unity. And um, we were talking a little bit in the last part about racial stuff in Amherst. And I wonder if that was a conscious kind of way of developing. I mean, it sounds like it organically just came to be an integrated kind of choir with, you know, mm. people from all over. Um, but is there some way that you see the, the gospel choir as part of a social justice in this area? Mm. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, I think you're right about the singing being an expression of just life itself, I think. You know, mm -hmm. there's a verse in the Bible that says, the morning stars sang together for joy. Mm. So it physiologically makes a change. It's just great. Um, as for social justice, I mean, I think the songs are, you know, they're innately about social justice. It's like, you know, wouldn't take nothing for my journey now. I don't feel no ways tired. You know, freedom songs. Mm -hmm. I mean, it goes, mm -hmm. it goes and goes and goes. Those who are like-minded are attracted. So there are people who are social justice-minded. And, and not that people have it, they, un, they have it down. They don't necessarily have it down. I don't necessarily have it down. Sure. But they're there because there's a, a belief, maybe in God. So we have one person who's an atheist, mm -hmm. but she loves the music. Mm -hmm. And she loves the unity of the, the feel of singing with a group. Mm -hmm. and the sounds and just that unity of when we appear at a place and there's all of us of different uh, ethnic backgrounds mm -hmm. who manage to live together peacefully, mm -hmm. at least when we're presenting the music. Yeah. <laughs> what goes right. on in rehearsal is a whole different story. Well, I can attest <laughs> to that, actually, because one of the venues, and I want you to share a little with the audience about the different venues that you you perform in because mm -hmm. I, I think it's important for people to make the effort to come and hear your choir. But oh, um, one of the venues is the Amherst Survival Center. Mm -hmm. And I've been in the audience with everybody having lunch when you do Black History Month luncheon, that event. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of those people. You know, I've been a longtime member of the center. And uh, oh, to have you know, to have you expressing love to some of the older white, you know, people who might not be that friendly to an African-American, mm. 
but to just have you presenting all this love out into the atmosphere of that room, it's just, it's just mind-boggling. I love it so much because it's not done with any heavy-handed way or that you're trying to make a point or anything. It's just coming from you and from the choir and people are taking it in. So that's, a, that's one of the venues that I especially appreciate that you, you keep showing up there and um, yes, how important that is. And it's, it's very touching to me mm -hmm. the way you describe it because that's exactly how I experience it mm -hmm. at, at those points. And we are going to be at the Survival Center again for uh, their Black History Luncheon. I'm not sure what the date of that it's, is. It's uh, February. The we'll find 16th, out and we'll put, yeah, put it that in, in. Mm -hmm. um, we've done um, for the Amherst Seniors Center mm -hmm. uh, fundraisers for there. We sung in nursing homes um, for the brain injured in Holyoke. There's wow. a brain, and it's surprising how many black people there are oh, there. Interesting. And and people of color, Hispanic people. I guess they've been in accidents or something. Wow. Who knows? But they love the Christmas songs. Oh. They do. They sing right along. Oh, you know, from gosh. what they can remember. Sure. And, uh, but it is all about the love. It's mm -hmm. about the love, mm -hmm. and it's something that happens when we sing about mm -hmm. some, about God, about how much mm -hmm. God loves us. You know, yeah. from the simplest little songs, Jesus loves me, this I know, to complicated contemporary rhythms. Mm -hmm. I, I just am really so happy that it communicates, that it's, it's just such a, I feel such love for people mm -hmm. when I do singing. Now, are you ever looking for more participants or? We are always looking for participants, particularly participants of color, mm -hmm. because we want to keep a nice balance. Sure. Of, we don't want to have all white people singing gospel right. music. Right. I, I don't want that. Right. So uh, I, I do want to pray and to get out there and ask people of That's color great. who want to sing. You don't have to be the best singer. Mm -hmm. People, we will carry you mm -hmm. until you, and actually your singing gets better. Mm. So come and join us wow. and sing. Yeah. It will do good for your heart and for your soul and even for your body. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's really great. Um, okay, well, why don't we take a little moment now to um, listen to some of the of the songs that, sure. that we we have a quartet today not the entire choir yeah. but just uh it may be three or four of us of you not me not <laughs> us <laughs> singing so let's Great. listen let's do that It doesn't matter if you should tell us we are free and kept alive by hope. It doesn't matter if you should tell us we are free and kept alive by hope. Our struggles hard, but victory will. Lands to our hands. Our struggles hard, but victory will restore our lands to our hands.
Jackie, that was just wonderful. Thank oh, you. Thank you so much. And thank the others. It was Roger Wallace. Ophelia Sowers, Heather Lord. Oh, good. And myself. Yes. <laughs> oh, good. Wow. It is magical. It's quite magical. Now, um, this whole larger choir that incorporates other churches, you know, church folks in with, um, started out of the Goodwin Zion Church. So tell us a little bit about that church. I've been in there. It is, it is amazing. Yes, it's a, it's a tiny little yeah. chaplet, really. Yeah. Uh, and it seats about 60 people. Mm -hmm. So we don't have 60 people, but it seats about 60 people. And it's down this little kind of alleyway, mm -hmm. um, um, Woodside Avenue. Do you know the history of it when? You know, that we are doing projects now to determine the history of that mm -hmm. because it's rather convoluted. Hope Community Church yeah. and Goodwin at one point were the same church. Okay. And then uh, one group wanted to stay with Amherst College and one group wanted to have their own church, and I'm not sure, you know, freestanding because there were so many, you know, if you were a black person at the Amherst College worship services, you'd have to sit in the back, and oh, and there are other what? Yeah, so wait, what years would that be? Oh, like 18s, 1800s, really? late 1800s, yeah, because uh, Goodwin was established in 1910 at the place where it is now. Okay, but it there was before that it, it had existed in other places and in mm -hmm. other forms. But so they separated, then they got back together again. They separated because the other group wanted to have their own mm -hmm. church with their own folks, which is 
has this positive and negative like everything else, but they wanted right. that particular right. road. And the other people were content to stay there and, and, okay. and not do that. So uh, at one point they came back together again for a year and then oh. they separated again. Okay. Um, and the Goodwin Church has always been a part of the larger connection mm -hmm. from which we are both rejoice and are sorrowful to be in that connection oh. in so many ways because it's, it's, it's just, it's a big mess up there. Is but it anyway. kind of a political situation? Yes, it's very political. With, and, you know, this is with do you have to have an airplane, sign? you know, oh, kind of thing. Okay. So we, pay, <laughs> we pay so much in, you know, because we belong to that organization. Right. But they give us benefits too. I mean, they are also taking care of people in Africa and different, you know, mm -hmm. doing a lot with, you know, sending money to various places. So. <clears throat> I am the the choir director. There was a choir director who was there, Trevor, and he was just so phenomenal. Phenomenal, sorry. And uh, when he left, there was a, a, a spot that was left, and people were like, oh, I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it, mm -hmm, I'm not doing mm -hmm. it. And I was like, I have been in choirs all my life. Right. Since, uh, you know, my mom taught us the Hallelujah Chorus oh, when we were little, yeah. and every, there were seven of us, so we all, she had all the parts covered wow. and everybody knew it. <laughs> so since I was five, we've yeah. been singing. And she was also a choir director, yes. so you had so, that modeling as yeah. well. So, yeah, so I mean, we were, I was ready to say, okay, I'll do it. Mm. And nobody ran away screaming, so I thought, yeah. okay. This is gonna work, yeah. and uh, so we started out with a few of the songs that he, they had sung previously under mm -hmm. Trevor's leadership, and then we added on more songs mm -hmm. and did some contemporary gospel and a lot of spirituals, which they did before. Mm -hmm. But you know, people are—that's such a lovely and cohesive group. Now that's a family right there. Wow, that is a family. I mean, they're there for you. They'll say, I'll ask, you know, the, the shyest person, can you do a song? And I know that mm. they're just dying, but they will say, okay, I'll do it. Wow. And they do such a great job. I mean, yeah. and the, our job there is to let people, you know, soften hearts so right. that people can hear that God loves you. Yeah. That's our intent and our oh. purpose there. And it's, uh, that is a family. We will do anything for each other. So how big a group is that choir? It, it va varies from eight to 10 people, which okay. is like yeah. half of the church maybe, a third <laughs> of the church. On a good day, we'll have 30 people. Wow. So, but yeah. it doesn't matter. And all the doesn't people in the, in the congregation, they know our songs, so they're singing with us. Sure, you know, we're sure. Singing, clapping, and we're having a good time. But that sense of just how close the community is. Oh yeah, the, yeah. And we have, like in our little church, there's a one little boy, Xavier Tolson. His mom couldn't be here today because she has three little kids. Hmm. He takes up the offering for the Sunday school. Aww. And he's just like, he stands there and he plays with the money. And we all just love him because he's just fabulous. That's something I'd like to actually mention because I, um, I witnessed this and was part of it in the church, but also at your Christmas gospel concert. This way of the offering is yes. fantastic. That everyone yes. gets up out of their seat yes. and walks to the front yes. and makes a eye contact with the person yes. with the basket and yeah. does the offering and then sees people on their way back to their seat. Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. We, you know, I love so, that. Much, so much eye contact and movement. Mm -hmm. We want people to move, not just because we we want active participation. Sure. You know, you go to many theaters and people sitting there mm -hmm. like this. Well, that's yeah. good, and you're absorbing everything. Yeah. But you know, we want this is interactive. I think this is probably something that is left over from my ancestry that we want movement sure. and we want engagement. Right. We want people to look at each other and to yeah. smile and yeah. say, oh, hi, I didn't know you were coming yeah. and, you know, and that kind of thing. Yeah. So wow. good one is that it's just a family kind of place. It's uh, very lovely. I would invite anybody to come and worship mm. with us and visit, be a newcomer, whatever. And uh, I, that was my first experience in leading a choir. Yeah. And I'm still there, just my heart. Oh. Yeah, such a wonderful group of people. So you do you practice with the with the church choir once a week, or, and and, also and then a second night you with, do the yeah, and they do too. Many of the choir. people who are in the Goodwin Choir are also in the AAGC Emissary yeah. Gospel Choir, and yeah. so they have two nights a week that they practice. Mm. It's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, but it's two nights a week of feeling good. Through singing. It's very true. Yeah. Yeah. It's a motivator. Yeah. And wow. All right. So we only have a couple minutes left. Mm -hmm. And um, I first wanted to just ask did we miss anything? Is there any, are there mm -hmm. thoughts that you would like to? Well, one uh, thing I, I didn't mention is that we like to sing also at uh, various uh, occasions. Uh, the AAGC does, like for when um, the uh, Equality of marriage was right. was uh, okayed. We sang at the event that honored that oh. in Northampton. We recently were at the we sing at the ML, MLK breakfast. Right. We uh, also sang uh, Black Lives Matter when they put up the banner in Northampton, oh, and I think there's going to be one in Amherst. I really? hope that we'll get a chance to sing with that. And yeah. I think that's going through the works. But we are for social justice -y kinds of things. We want to sing for that. Sure. And uh, so, so people should keep that in mind if they're yeah, planning keep that in activities. Mind, you know, to let us know. We have yeah. a big gospelathon coming up in Greenfield in April or Mar March or April. I think and it's April. The public can come to yes, see that. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Really uh, we'll be there, and there are a couple of other gospel choirs that'll be there, and some rap Christian guy who's going to be there. So <laughs> it should be interesting and fun. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. great. Um, would you mind just leaving us with a, a really sort of short yes. little thing that you do by yourself? Yeah, I can do that. Okay. Precious Lord, take my hand, lead me on, let me stand, I'm tired, I'm
precious Lord, lead me on. Thank you, Jackie Wallace. Thank you so much. You're welcome, and thanks for inviting me. Mm. Also, thanks to Amherst Media, to the interns and the staff, and all the people who contribute money to Amherst Media. Thank mm. you so much. Okay, see you next time. <laughs>